Welcome to the Backwoods. My playground is out in the woods. Back in the sticks, this is my hood. Waking up early with nature's hand in my hand. I also enjoy this for a minute. Finger on the trigger just to seal the deal. Feel the chill. Shoot to kill. It's the thrill. It's the skill. It's the rush. It's the dust. Living the Backwoods life. What's up, y'all? Michael Lee and Kevin Knighton here, Backwards Life Podcast. I believe we're on episode 10 because we're not very predictable. We're not very patternable. We're kind of like that elusive buck that never shows up when you want him to, uh, when you think you got him figured out because we don't know when we're going to record a podcast. Hopefully we do one every week. We try to do one every week, but we have no idea what day of the week or what time. So Kevin and I just make it up as we go. And you're the beneficiary of this madness. And since you just said all that, it kind of makes me rethink my thoughts on old bucks. Because uh, that may that may mean that old bucks don't do what they do because they're smart and old. It's just because they're, you know, kind of busy doing other stuff and they don't really care as much anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm going along with they're extremely lazy. Just yeah. like me and you, and and we get sidetracked very easy because the older you get, the more your mind goes. And if I don't write stuff down or have a text message or an email to tell me to do something, ninety percent of the time I probably forget. And that's that's what I'm going with. They probably just you know, oh look, a soybean. How about that? And, yeah, and forget what they were gonna do. So <laughs> squirrel. They want a squirrel. So all this time we've been overthinking them old bucks all over the country. Yep. See, there you go. We just we just made a scientific breakthrough today on uh, Backwards Life podcast on how to kill older, mature bucks. Do just do the opposite of what you think they're going to do. <laughs> and probably the same thing with old turkeys. Now, nah, old turkeys are still turkeys. <laughs> they don't move in the dark, and they always roost in trees or something off the ground. I won't say always roost in trees. I've seen them on light poles before, so anything's possible. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure where they're roosting around here. Apparently, they ain't been roosting in my spot because I ain't been seeing them. Well, you know, the, the key to – I told somebody this the other day. I said the key to being a good turkey hunter is, number one, you got to have land with turkeys on them, on it. So if there's no turkeys on your property, you're not going to be a very good turkey hunter. That does make it a lot easier. I've been a good uh, hen caller because I have had some hens come in, but – they hadn't had any boyfriends with them the last few times. Well, in Florida, you can shoot a bearded hen, so I guess you got that going for you if one shows up. Yeah, I do, and I've looked at them pretty hard, and so far I hadn't seen any beards. Nothing against those that want to shoot a hen with a beard, but that just does nothing for me whatsoever. I'm just saying. You uh, just need a long dry spell without shooting a turkey, and you'll be looking for a beard on the next hen that walks by you in Florida. No, it's kind of like I, I was talking to these guys last night, and we were talking about uh, some guys that I hunted in Iowa with uh, that from New Hampshire. And they were telling us how, you know, they were in Iowa, and they were sitting daylight in the dark every day. You know, it's it's prime time of the year, November. You know, deer moving around pretty good. <clears throat> but they said they loved hunting in Iowa, and they while they sat daylight in the dark, no matter what the temperature conditions were, it's because they saw deer. Like, they'd see three or four deer all day long. They were happy. I said, guys, I mean, three or four deer all day long, that's not really a good set. They're like, well, we're from New Hampshire, and we will hunt New Hampshire 
every day from daylight to dark for a week straight and we might see a deer. Wow. And I said, in that case, I'm just going to quit deer hunting. If that's the only way I can do that, I'm just going to quit. So I go along with, if the only way I can kill a turkey is to shoot a bearded hen, I'm probably just going to quit turkey hunting. Yeah, if I had to sit all day from daylight to dark for a week to see one deer, I'd probably be a really good fisherman right now. Uh, or something. I, I don't know. I'd just I'd take me a trip somewhere every year or, or, or whatever the case may be. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd start making new friends or something in other states. I, I'd have to do something different. Cause that's, <laughs> that's just, that broke my heart to hear that. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know what to say to these guys to make it better because that's horrible. Like, I couldn't even encourage them. Uh, you know, most of the time, well, stick with it, man. You know, that big buck will show up. Well, I'm just hoping that they see a deer. So, of course, in Iowa, they both filled their tags, and they were tickled to death, and I was happy for them. Uh, we move on down the road. But they, they go to Iowa every year. They they hunt a week, and um, they sit. They like the dark, no matter what, how cold, how hot, whatever. They're in there. So I get it. But I guess we're fortunate enough to move around, travel all over uh, at times, and, and see more than one deer a week. Yeah, them boys need to book them a trip down somewhere around South Alabama where they can sit and see about 40. <laughs> yeah, they probably won't go home. They probably just moved to Alabama. Well, I mean, if you had a choice between Alabama and New Hampshire, what <clears throat> would you pick? <clears throat> well, I'm biased, so that's not a fair <laughs> question for me. I don't, I don't want to move to New Hampshire. Nothing against New Hampshire, but it's just not a place I want to be, and it's really cold and a lot of snow, and they were saying it. You, you can't go anywhere in a hurry. Like, you would literally go an hour to go a few miles down the road. Y'all got too many people. That's the biggest problem. So, Well, it's anyway. kind of like the Facebook post, you know, that you <clears throat> put on our Facebook page the other day. Never hear anybody retiring to move up north. Well, you know, and I, th- I thought about that after I posted that. And, I, and uh, that's very valid. I mean, Florida, such as Arizona, California, whatever, uh, Texas, or or very high uh, demand retirement areas. But I guess if you lived in that cold your whole life, you just get tired of it. And we've lived in the heat our whole life. So, you know, having a house in Wisconsin doesn't sound that bad until it's wintertime. Well, the people, you know, down here in the South get tired of it being 100 degrees. They retire and move like to North Carolina. They go to a happy medium. Yeah, I don't know. A lot, a lot of there's something <laughs> to hunt and, I can shoot something. I guess it don't matter to me. But anyway, that's not what we're going to talk about this week, Kevin. But uh, <laughs> we're seven minutes in now, and we're already on some tangent that we did not predict as normal. But, you know, them, them uh, squirrels, they keep getting <clears throat> Yeah, they're, they're bad. Um, like that big butt that we're never going to kill. But anyway, uh, turkey season's been in for – what three weeks now is that right uh yeah down here in florida i guess it has been three weeks <clears throat> well if you go further south it's been probably oh, four yeah. weeks or so but hey, south... i guess their season's season probably about over now right yeah i was about to say i think south florida either closed this past weekend or uh it probably closed this past weekend and then your area of florida what got one more week or so our uh area will close the weekend that you and i are going to missouri Oh, well. I'm sorry, buddy. The last day for my area is April 22nd. So I knew it was somewhere around then, but um, 
well, hopefully we'll be shooting turkeys in Missouri so you won't feel bad about missing Florida. Well, I'm quite confident <clears throat> that I'll be just fine. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, we've had a, a pretty good season so far. Um, I've killed three birds so far. I know you you have been taking people hunting more than you've been hunting. I know you took your dad and he killed one opening day down there and took your little boy and y'all had a big time just sitting out in the woods and that's what it's all about. But I know Kevin Knight well enough, he's ready to make one's head uh, ache. Yeah, I'm about ready to shoot a turkey. I've been doing a lot of turkey guiding. I'm ready to shoot one. Well, you know, the when you start out your hunting, your dad takes you hunting. He teaches you how to hunt. And I don't know how we got to the age where now we take our dads hunting and they get to do the shooting. But I'm right <laughs> there with you. Well, the good thing <clears> is <throat> whenever your dad shot one, there was two birds standing there. So you got to participate, too. Well, there's no doubt. If there's only been one come in, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to kill one that morning. There's no doubt in my mind <laughs> what would have happened. Um, when, I, when I did see those birds, I first saw them, they are about 40 yards coming into that Antler King food plot. Uh, I, I knew they were in range for me. So I was kind of sitting there like, well, you know, if they hang up, I'm probably going to kill one. And, of course, as they normally do when my dad's there with the 410 and decoys at 10 yards, they walk right into that Jake decoy and he gets to shoot first. So uh, one day you're going to learn to squeak on that mouth call or something, make them hold up out there for a minute. (laughs) Well, you know, it's just, it's just too much fun watching them come in, but it is what it is. I don't mind. I I got lucky to open a weekend in Florida and kill one. And so I figured it was dad's turn. And then we got those birds fired up and right off the roost. And they came in, saw the decoy come on in there and, my, I'll say for one of the few times in my life, I really kind of goofed up on the video. I was using Dad's camera just because it's smaller and a little more portable. We were sitting in the ground blind and didn't uh, have a ton of room with all his chairs and BB guns he takes and all that kind of crap. But um, I, I did not realize that he had the thing on autofocus on his camera. And so I'm zooming in and, and turning the focus dial, and it's focused on the decoys. I was like, well, I'm good there. I back out. These turkeys come in, and I turn the camera just enough that they catch the edge of the ground blind. And uh, I'm a hair out of focus, which is well, not, not not normal. Good thing is you still see all the turkey feathers fly, whether they're a little bit blurry or not. Yeah, I mean, and then that true lock choke was perfect focus. you got to give me that one. <laughs> Yeah, that you real had it tree, dialed in just that, fine. That, that real tree barrel and that true lock choke was perfect focus. Who cares about turkeys? This is more about what we're using here. <laughs> but no, it was just a touch out of focus. But, you know, anybody listening to this, y'all go to our website, backwoodslife.com. We've got Backwoods Beards. This is something that Kevin and I kind of launched this spring. And uh, we try to roll out a video from, from all every one of our hunts or, you know, if we've got any content-wise anyway on video each week as we can and uh, we've got number one two and three um on the website so far so we've got a couple florida turkey hunts and one georgia turkey hunt and i gotta get the some footage of another florida turkey hunt to you kevin to roll out one more yeah and we've always had some turkey footage and stuff on there but this is the first year that we're rolling it out just pretty quick after it happens that way y'all can keep up with us all season and see what we've been doing yeah, I mean, you're still going to see some of these hunts on the you know Backwards Life TV show on Sportsman Channel coming in the future. But at the same time, you know, we with turkey season, it's it's not the, like we roll out a ton of turkey shows every year. 
Um, thank goodness, because usually we, we've been lucky enough to have good deer seasons the last couple of years, and that just helps life out. So you don't have to put a bunch of turkey shows out in the fall that when everybody's thinking about deer hunting. But you'll still get to see some of these things on the on the show on Sportsman Channel. Yeah, for sure. We just, like Michael said, we know everybody's thinking about turkey hunting right now. So might as well show it to you right now. Yeah, I think um, a lot of the country is in season or, or getting close. I know some of the northern states still have a little bit of time before they kick off. I think uh, crew members Ryan and Kathy Whitaker took their kids um, opening day of youth season this past Saturday, and they were set up in a redneck hay bale blind on a looked like a cut cornfield or something. Uh, had the decoys out there, and a couple gobblers came in and got shot. I don't know. I hadn't talked to them about footage-wise, but usually they get pretty good stuff. But uh, the interesting thing is they were in the snow. Yeah, it, uh, it's been a little unseasonably cold up that way this year. And also, I know Missouri and Tennessee, they also had their youth seasons this weekend. And I saw some social media posts up around Missouri in the 20s for uh, youth turkey season. That's a little chilly. Yeah, um, James uh, Blackenbeckler, uh, sent me a message on Snapchat last night that he had a couple birds roosted, and was, I think he's out in Kansas or something. And it's supposed to be like 22 degrees this morning there, so that's that's a little bit chilly for turkey hunting. And, and I don't mind uh, having cool morning starts and maybe the night warms up nicely during the day, as long as the turkeys play fair. But when you start adding that wind in and stuff like that, that's when it gets uh, a little bit tricky and a lot more cold. Yeah, I don't know that I have ever hunted turkeys in 20-degree temperatures. Um, I have actually opening day in Georgia one year here. It was like 20, 25 degrees at daylight, and uh, they actually gobbled like crazy, which it warmed up you know, real nice that day. But that's not uncommon sometimes down here to get a little cold snap. But for the most part, it's not, and... I think we were in Nebraska one year, Kevin. I think you and I were hunting together, and it was like 28 degrees at daylight, and then it was like 90-something that afternoon. Yeah, I guess it probably was pretty And I know I've hunted turkeys <laughs> with a frost on the ground, but at uh, 20 degrees, that's a lot That's a lot of cool air. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's brutal, especially if you get some wind in there. And, you know, a lot of people ask uh, – like last night, I was I was you know guest on this, another podcast, and they were asking me questions about turkey hunting and like do you use different decoys for different times of the year? You know what's your setups like all this kind of stuff. And to be honest with you, I don't. I'm not saying that's the right or wrong answer. You and I both have hunted different states across the country. Uh, down here where we hunt, most of the time I like to use a hen, maybe a feeding hen, and a Jake decoy. That that usually works really well here. Because sometimes a strutter decoy down here, the bird may, you know, they may not like that for some reason. They'll come in. I, I think maybe these, our birds are just, uh, I guess they're more heavyweight champion style fighters than those birds out west. Because uh, I know you and I both uh, killed several birds in Kansas and, and out that way. And definitely over a strutter decoy is what you want out there. Yeah, I've hunted. A, I've had a lot of success out west over strutter decoys. But what I hunt with down here in the southeast is I actually, if I ain't having to walk a long, long ways, I got four decoys I carry: a half strut Jake, a breeding hen that lays flat on the ground, 
a feeding hen and an upright hen. And I would take those four decoys anywhere in the country and be confident I could kill turkeys. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that, you know, the setup isn't necessarily about the number of decoys or whatever. It's kind of more like what's going on and the attitude of the gobblers. Um, uh, theoretically, when you challenge some of these birds out west, especially the one, the Rios that we've hunted, uh, and even some of the, the Merriams, if you will, when they see a fan, a lot of times they're coming. It's like just they're super territorial for some reason. And down here, it's almost like they don't really want to fight, but they see that Jake, they want to be a bully, if that makes any sense. They want to fight, but they only want to fight when they know they can win. And maybe, you know, down here they, they walk around and have to look at them spurs and see how big they are before they want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially down here in Osceola. They got some sharp spurs, you know. Ain't no sense in diving up in there until you know what you're dealing with. Yeah, there ain't no doubt. Like uh, the bird my dad killed, uh, that double uh, opening day in Georgia this season, He had, when we went to clean that turkey, the whole breast was green. It was infected all the way up through the breast, like he had been spurred, and it just, it was nasty. So I mean, unfortunately, we didn't even eat that that meat. I mean, it was it just trust me, it looked horrible. So uh, kind of sucked, but pretty good indication. If you cut open a piece of meat and it's green, you don't want to eat it. You probably don't want to try that part. No, that's not going to taste real good. I promise you, and you're probably not going to have a good outcome after that. Now, I cleaned mine. <clears throat> it was fine, but the first one I killed this season, <clears throat> sorry, my sinuses are killing me this morning, but um, I cut him open, and he had a hole, and it had like a little infected spot around it, but it wasn't bad, so I just cut that meat out, you know, a good little circumference around that and threw it away, and the rest was fine. But, you know, people don't realize these birds, man, they, they're vicious. I mean, they, they really are uh, aggressive towards each other. They fight. And like you said, those spurs, especially you get some of these Florida spurs that, I mean, I've probably seen the sharpest spurs uh, anywhere on those birds down in Florida. I guess everybody says that because of the sand, it kind of keeps them filed down and ground down. Uh, but they're, you know, inch and a half spurs down there that's a needle and it just poke right into something. Yeah, I think they walk around with like a, uh, one of them, sharpening stones just <clears throat> dialing them up because uh they they about like a little ice pick on some of them turkeys <clears throat> i think they've been down there crossbreeding with some fighting roosters or something i don't know i think they're they're pretty vicious i mean we'll kill them out west and stuff but the you know beard and spurs are usually shorter the turkey's body size are usually a lot bigger uh, but depending on the terrain, if it's uh, kind of hilly and rocky, the spurs may be kind of rounded off a little bit more or whatever. But um, I don't know. My rule is if one's out there flopping, let him flop because I ain't going to go put my feet on him. I, I hit one, uh, shot one in Florida a couple years ago <clears throat> when I put my head on his neck and his legs were long enough. He started spurring over my boot and cut my leg pretty good. But uh, And that was with me wearing snake boots. That's why I wear snake boots down in Florida, because ain't for the snakes, it's for the turkey spurs. I'm pretty sure you just said you put your head on his <laughs> neck. Did I? I'd like to see how that would work out. I meant my foot, my boot. <laughs> my foot on his neck. I shot him in the head, and I put my boot on his neck. That's what I, I Everybody knows what I meant. I just <clears> picturing <throat> you laying down there with a turkey trying to hold his neck down well, with your I head. Figured, 
Well, I figured he was taking a nap. We might as well nap together. Yeah, he'll spur you up in a jugular. You try that. Nah, I ain't scared of no turkey. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, Jeremy Johnson uh, over in Alabama. We talked about Alabama a while ago, and season kicked off there. Uh, I think March the fifteenth or somewhere in that range, and. I know he's killed one bird and his father-in-law killed one and he put a pretty cool video of him uh having a bird come in behind him and, and he missed him actually uh he's he's left-handed shoots a bow right-handed shoots a shotgun left-handed so he had to shoot at a turkey right-handed with a shotgun and missed him now I, I don't know how that makes sense but that's what happened i uh have missed a turkey before so i understand how possible that is yeah but yours is at three inches away <laughs> there's a difference that 20 yards and three feet kevin i was thinking the other day about turkeys i've missed the only other one i can remember is one down here in florida i had one come in and um me and the cameraman couldn't get communicated to do it upright and uh when i swung to shoot him i shot a pine tree that'll do that'll happen yeah and the other one I can remember missing, I was in Nebraska, and I had two turkeys out there about 40 yards or so that I'd crawled up on with a decoy, and I got smart. I was going to try to shoot right in between the both of them and kill them both, and uh, ended up just plain missing them both. Yeah, that don't work either. Don't be greedy, Kevin. That's all turkeys I can re- recall missing beyond <clears throat> that one you talking about last year that was at three feet. Yeah, but you missed him epically. <laughs> I missed him multiple I mean, times. I missed right, him more than that, all the turkeys I ever missed previously. Yeah, I mean, you did it right. I'll give you that. But uh, next time you just hit him in the head with your barrel, that'd be a lot easier. But, yeah, if you throw a bow I, in the mix, I have missed a few uh, sling arrows at him. Yeah, I've missed two with a bow. <clears throat> I know that for a fact. I missed. I shot at one with a shotgun one time. It was too far, and he just flew off. Yeah, I, I recall I was part of one of them. Um, I, I shot it. Well, I, that's not the only one. I shot at another one that was too far, and then I shot at one that was probably too far. And uh, he he kind of rolled him a little bit, but I think I just uh, I took out some feathers and he ran off. And then um, I have missed one at about three four feet or so, and then I killed him running off when he got far enough away to kill. Um. And I missed one where all I could see was his head, and he did this little matrix move on me, but I killed him the next morning in the same spot. So <clears throat> I guess I almost canceled out by making up for my missus killing the same bird, but there were a few out there that got away. I mean, it's just, that's going to happen. Uh, and the biggest the biggest problem, I guess the biggest reason I've missed the ones, I, I won't say missed, but just not killed them, you probably still pepper them, is maybe shoot out them too far. But in your case, it's just shooting down too close. Yeah, and, and a lot of people that have never done that before say, how in the world can you <clears throat> miss a turkey with a shotgun? Mm-hmm. All it takes is trying hard enough, and eventually you can do that too. <laughs> well, the thing with it is, if, if I don't even care if you're shooting a bow or a rifle. You try to shoot something about three feet away with either one. Like a a, a a softball, you know, at, at three feet away is a lot <clears throat> easier to miss than at 10 feet away or 20 feet away. 
Especially because if you've got your turkey gun set up for some fairly long range shots holding, you know, a really, really tight pattern. At less than 10 well, yards, that's basically shooting a slug gun. Well, I mean, not even that. I mean, the fact is, if, if your bow is sighted in at 20 yards, and that's your closest spot you've ever shot your bow, and then there's a deer standing, well, a deer target is a lot different than turkey. We, we're talking turkey. So if you, you're sighted in your bow, for example, to shoot a turkey at 20 yards, and that turkey's standing at five feet away from you, other than, I mean, it, 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 you've got to do some calculating. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like, well, draw back, put your 20-yard pin on them, because you're probably going to miss. Yep. Just like you're shooting your rifle. I mean, I if you sh- your rifle sighted in at 100 yards and a deer standing at 20 yards, well, here we are talking about deer again. Deer are easier to hit because they're a bigger <laughs> target. If you're trying to shoot a turkey in the head with your rifle at 5 yards versus 100 yards, there might be some variation there. But using a scope, who knows? There's just stuff goes different the closer you get. People don't think about that. And I really think most of the times that I've missed, and probably most of the times that you've missed, adrenaline was a major factor. Oh, there ain't no doubt. I mean, dude, I killed this turkey um, with Dad opening morning. <clears throat> and I and, and after the first turkey I killed down in Florida, I kind of got sick. I had, like, sinus infection and stuff like this, and it was in my chest. So breathing was kind of a, a little bit of a challenge there for a week or so, you know, through my nose and all. So we're, I'm sitting there with Dad, and I'm breathing so hard. One, it's hard for me to get my breath you know, after being sick. But two, that adrenaline dump when you're sitting there trying to kill two turkeys. And, I mean, he, he, he after it was over, he's like, good gosh, I thought you were going to hyperventilate. And I was like, well, I was that jacked up. So you take all that into you know, consideration when you're looking down that bead, it never crossed my mind, hey, this turkey's 10 yards, this turkey's 40 yards, this turkey's, you know, whatever. And he was probably 12 yards away when I shot him. I mean, I just instinctually did what I did to kill the turkey. But you're fighting through all that adrenaline, and that's where practice does make perfect and having all your stuff dialed in, you know? Yeah, for sure. I just looked down at uh, Facebook here on my telephone while we're talking, and Justin Moore, our team member out in uh, Alabama and Tennessee, has stuck him a big old uh, Tennessee gobbler with his 20-gauge. All right, then. Just saying. I mean, you know, that's that's almost like live action. That's like less than 30 minutes ago this turkey met the boom. And he could have just texted us a picture 30 minutes ago. We wouldn't have known that. Well, he's probably still caught up in the moment, you know, busy posting all of his fans on Facebook. It's just hard to find good help. That's what I'm boiling it down to. <laughs> hard to find good help. No, everybody ain't like me and you. I mean, they still be out there flopping me and you texting, hey, I killed another one. <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. I'm sorry. My wife now texts me about our trip to Texas in the middle of us doing a podcast, just totally distracting me from my, my focus. Because you know, if I don't text back, you know how you know how they get. They get all like, well, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you texting me back? You know, you must be busy. What are you doing? And it just makes the text prolong death, if you will. Well, I mean, that's, you know, if you don't respond back, you, you what, are you too busy for me? You don't care anymore? What What's the problem? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, really, that's how I feel when you don't text me back 
too. I mean, you know, it just hurts me inside. Well, I know you get emotional. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of kind of like the notebook, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I have watched the notebook. Have you watched the notebook? Kevin? I have not, and I'm okay with that. You need to watch. The only reason I watched it, honestly, because I've never heard of the movie before, because I'm not like into chick flicks at all. But I was listening to Brantley do some radio interview where he actually was one of the characters that were reading lines on this radio show. And he said that was his favorite movie, which I mean, I, I really got more questions coming for him later. But um, he said, reading his line, I said, well, if, if Brantley's going to sit here and read these things, I got to go at least watch the movie to know where is this even coming from. And after I watched it, then I go back and listen to the interview with him again, and it is hilarious. So do that when you're bored, you have nothing else to do, right? Uh, go watch the notebook and then look up Brantley Gilbert notebook interview, and and you'll 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 have a new appreciation for life, Kevin. <laughs> I'll have to uh, keep that in mind. Yeah, when you ha- I'm talking about when you have nothing else to do. <laughs> Well, and, and I mean, I got a, some movies I'd probably enjoy watching that uh, are kind of on my list. And I, I got a feeling Notebook's going to be kind of down that list a, a pretty good ways. Uh, this is a family show, Kevin. We don't need to know your your movie list there. Uh, anyway, I digress. But speaking of Brantley, I did go there and we turkey hunted together for um, basically a couple of days on his, his farm. And um, didn't work out real good. We saw a lot of turkeys and we... We heard them a little bit. They didn't gobble much at all, but uh, we had fun, and it was entertaining, to say the least. My thing about hunting with Brantley is you always going to have fun, and you probably ain't going to have to sit still very long in the same place, and uh, you're going to laugh about something before the weekend's over. Ain't no doubt. Yeah, there ain't no doubt. Or the, or the week, because we were there during the week, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, it. Two days. Yeah. Two days equals a weekend, whether that happens on a Wednesday or Thursday. Well, Brantley's right. weekends are most of the time Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because yeah, he works on the weekends. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, long story short, we went over there and <laughs> these turkeys were hinned up pretty bad. We saw four gobblers, a bunch of jakes, and hens. They were all grouped up, uh, and they wouldn't budge. Had a couple get kind of close, and there was just one gobbler. He wanted to come to the call, but the other three would keep running him away from the rest of the pack. So he kept him from actually coming in. And they didn't come in. I had about 70, 80 yards, and that was it. So, Do you think it was a little bit early over there, or what do you think was the holdup? No, because uh, Cody, who, who worked for Brantley over there, he he's already killed, uh, killed four already and called them in and everything. And he said he even saw him sitting on the nest, but... When we got over there, the weather kind of changed, and it got cloudy and overcast, windy, and a little bit cooler. So uh, I think that that had them kind of acting weird more than anything. I mean, you get a clear, sunny, calm day where it's going to be about 70, 75. That's just turkey killing weather right there, you know. But like today, I'm sitting here, and it's probably in the 50s, 60s outside, windy and overcast, and that's, that's not conducive to really good turkey hunting weather in my opinion anyway i can tell you here at my house today it is not turkey killing weather for me personally because it is pouring down rain and i don't really like to go sit in the woods in the pouring down rain to wait on a turkey well 
and I, even if I'm sitting in a blind or whatever, I've killed turkeys in the rain, and if you shoot them in the rain, or even in the early mornings in the wet dew or something, uh, it's like carrying a mop out of the woods. You know, it's not like a duck. A duck, for whatever you do, you shoot a duck, you don't get wet. Turkey we soaks all the water up. We actually had this conversation with a gentleman over in Texas here a few weeks back about he loved hunting turkeys in the rain. And uh, I understand it may be a time to be successful, but I just don't like getting my drawers wet. And it's raining out there hard enough right now. Everything's going to be wet. Yeah, I mean, there are places, you know, when it starts raining and stuff, they go out in the fields more and all this. And I'm not saying you can't kill turkeys in the rain. But if I can wait until it stops raining and go kill one, then... That's my preference. Just saying. And, you know, we're going to get called uh, wimpy hunters on account of that mm-hmm. stance, but uh, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's how I feel about it. And again, <clears throat> I probably didn't care as much 15 years ago, but uh, I'm getting old. Well, it's not an age thing. It's about me being comfortable. I'm a comfortable hunter now. Like, if I'm going out there and it's, it's zero degrees and I don't want to sit out in the cold, I'm just not going to do it anymore. You know, when I was younger, I thought I had something to prove to somebody. The only thing I got to prove is to myself, and that's not to be stupid. <laughs> that's right. So that's what I'm going with. I mean, you get call me names, whatever. I, I'm, I'm really not going to lose any sleep over it. Well, that's a good thing about the older you get. People call you whatever they want to. It don't matter anymore. Who cares? Yeah, you don't. You don't care anymore. You just do your thing, and and that's that. So, whatever. Call me Wimpy Hunter. I don't care. I'm going to call you a poopy head and kick you out of my club. <laughs> don't throw your sucker in the dirt. Oh, I'm not. Trust me. I don't even do suckers anymore. The older you get, you realize those are bad for you. I uh, sit here and look around my office at critters on the wall, and I think I do all right, whether I'm wimpy or I ain't. <clears throat> well, I'm looking at the ones on my wall, and I don't see not one of them that I killed in the rain. <laughs> so, <laughs> take that <laughs> I got plenty of them ain't none of them in the rain so speaking of uh, critters on the wall I got one turkey fan up here on the wall that uh, was my first one ever and it was April 20th of 2002 mm-hmm. so uh, me and you we're going to be up in Missouri on April 20th of this year and I think I need to kill another one that day for my 16 year celebration of my first turkey hey whatever makes you happy bro <laughs> i might shoot one too i did talk to kenyon uh yesterday we're going over kenyon with southern boys outdoors i think we're flying up on the 19th and excuse me yeah we'll we'll start hunting on the 20th i'm sure but uh he said man i, I think i got i got them pegged pretty good i know the farms where the turkeys are going to be and he said hopefully we can get it done the first morning That'd be so, cool. I mean, it's I'm always a good time with Kenyon, so. Well, not if you ain't killing nothing. Well, we went out there to Louisiana for three or four days, and we didn't kill nothing but just a handful of frogs, and uh, it was Dude, still I a good time. All kind of, I killed all kind of crawfish and catch fish fillets and whatever. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing we didn't kill. We killed it. We did kill some good groceries, and I bet we killed some nah. groceries when we were up there in Missouri. No, nah, yeah, I think I mean, we got plenty of time while we're up there. Um, we actually got it set up where we can shoot a turkey, you know, the first two days, and then we can go the last three days and shoot another one. Or yep. I guess we can wait until the next week and kill 
two at the time, but that makes it a little more difficult. Well, I mean, ain't no sense in waiting whenever <clears throat> we can go ahead and get started. Well, what gets me is we can't hunt but until 1 o'clock every day. I'm not used to that. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. that. That may work on me mentally. Because if I see a, tur- a turkey out there at 2 o'clock and I can't go kill him, that's just a travesty. I think I'm going to like it. Because, uh, you know, we were out there in Kansas last year, and, you know, a lot of times, especially if it gets hot in the afternoon or something, you kind of just want to take it easy for a little bit. We had to hunt them like we hated them out there from daylight to dark, and uh, it got to be a job after a couple of days. Well, I'm not saying I don't. I mean, I didn't like staying up until roosting a bird and then going and getting something to eat, and it's daggum 11, 12 o'clock before you can get in the bed and have to get up at 4 but uh, I'm just going to throw this at you because you, you said something about uh, being hot out there. Um, right now, uh, Thursday the 19th, we get there, the high is 57. Friday's the high is 53 with rain. Saturday, 48. Sunday, 52. Monday, 57. Tuesday, 56. So uh, I don't think you got to worry about being hot. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, that, uh, that sounds like some nice, cool Missouri hunting weather. What's the uh, lows for that week? Um, it's probably thirties and forties. So I'm gonna bring a jacket, I think. <laughs> I expect I'll bring a jacket or two myself for that kind of temperatures. This Florida boy won't know what to do in them turkey hunting temps. Yeah, I think. Um, well, I'm going to Texas tomorrow, flying out in the morning, and it's supposed to be seventies, eighties, and nineties, respectively, and and however many days are out there. So, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to go from one extreme to the other, it seems. But it is what it is. You know, you, you can either go hunting or not go hunting. And you can do like Big Mike says. You can get up and go hunting. Or you can go hunting when you get up. How are you going to do that? Yeah, whichever one. Either, either way, just works either out Either way, you, Either way, you can do that, I promise you. Nobody, it don't cost any extra. And talking about the swings in the weather, you know, and snow up there for the youth weekend this past weekend, I uh, I have to say I feel a little bit responsible for some of that. Because back in February, down here in Florida, it was getting in the 80s pretty regular. And me and you had a conversation. I said that, uh, you know, it was getting too hot too early. I may or may hmm. not have asked the good Lord to please help turkey season cool off a little bit whenever mm-hmm. february was so hot <clears throat> and uh i'm afraid that he answered my prayer a little little stronger than i was expecting with all the snow up well, there in the midwest well, well you remember mine your deer hunting adventure oh gosh what 10 13 years ago now whatever it was when uh it was so daggum. It was like 98 degrees that afternoon, and I got halfway up the tree, and I said, I'm done. You swung me a Gatorade on a rope. You know what I mean? You remember I that do. very vividly. Yep. Uh, and I told you that day, I said, Kevin Knight, you never let me complain about it being cold. And and to this day, I, I might say, hey, man, it's cold outside, but I hadn't complained about it being cold. Right. You ain't cried about it. Right. Because uh, I, I might say, well, you know what? It's kind of cold outside, and I'm not going to go out in that right now. But 98 degrees, I'm going to complain about that, and I am not going out in that no more, ever. <laughs> yeah, heat strokes <laughs> ain't fun. <clears throat> I would rather be on the verge of freezing than I had melting any day of the week. You can always put on more clothes. You can't take off but so much. 
I'll go build a fire, but I don't want to have to build a fire because it's so hot I got to build a fire to cool off. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. Yeah, that's bad. So, that's my point. That's where I'm going. That's the whole purpose of this week's show, everybody, is to don't freeze to death and don't have a heat stroke. That's your perfect public service announcement for the week. Yep. Temperatures can kill. Don't let them get you. Yes, just like turkeys. They have spurs. They're running through neighborhoods, scaring little children. So be careful out there. Up there in Missouri, when it's in the 40s and stuff, I may have to wear my snake boots like you talked about just to keep a little safety from the spurs. I'm just going to say I'm not taking my snake boots to Missouri. Throw that out there. (laughs) I'm probably going to take my insulated boots. (laughs) A partially insulated one. With some socks. Something to keep your toes a little warmer. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah, man, we're like 40 minutes deep in this thing, and I don't know if we accomplished anything but mindless rambling about turkey hunting and weather and deer and dominant bucks being lazy, and I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think we've covered everything from missing turkeys to killing turkeys and everything in between. I promise you. So, um, again, we apologize for the mindless banter of what we call a conversation between ourselves because this is normal for us. It's just a little window into our world. (laughs) Welcome to the chaos. So uh, anyway, we we appreciate everybody out there that that listens to this foolishness and uh, hopefully you'll listen to it again when we roll out the next one, hopefully next week sometime. But uh, maybe we'll record one up there in the great state of Missouri shooting turkeys. I don't see why we wouldn't. All right, y'all. Be good out there. Be safe. Uh, Hopefully, everybody's having good luck in the turkey woods, going fishing, enjoying the outdoors. Check us out, backwoodslife.com, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You name it, we're on it. Google us. We'll show up. I promise you. We'll see y'all next week. Kevin, any final words? Stay warm. Stay cool. See (laughs) y'all. Later. Up before morning, put the tires in the clay. Back to where the deer and the antelope play. Between you and the wild, but the will to survive. Out here it ain't man, but the law of the land. Y'all quit on the draw, means a buck on the wall. It's a turkey call with a southern draw. The real boys will fall. My playground is out in the woods, back in the sticks. This is my hood. Waking up early with nature's hand in mine. Finger on the trigger just to seal the deal If you don't get a mother nature wheel It's the thrill, it's the skill, it's the rush, it's the dust and grind Living the backwoods life Living the backwoods life Living full draw ain't for everyone It's a special breed that gets the job done Clear mind, full heart and respect as good as you get Daddy told me how to stay alive and give thanks to the Lord for all we got Skin him at the end and wake up and do it again My playground is out in the woods Back in the sticks, this is my hood Waking up early with nature's hand in mind Finger on the trigger just to seal the deal The rush is the dust and grind Living the backwoods life Living the backwoods life
Welcome to the backwoods. You got the guts? Let's go for the glory. Load up the truck. Sticks, this is my hood. Waking up early with nature's hand in mind. Finger on the trigger just to seal the deal. Feel the chill, shoot to kill. It's the thrill, it's the skill, it's the rush, it's the dust and grind. Living the backwoods life. Living the backwoods life. Living the backwoods life Living the backwoods 